Hello everyone, welcome back to Stereotypically Right. This is your host, Sienna Catherine, and today I'm going to be talking about a couple of observations that I've made, some updates on the town that I live in and things that have been happening here, and I'm also going to be talking about a couple of political speeches that I heard this week. So to start, an observation that I've made is that Trump is now telling people to wear masks. At first, I know that masks are not a political issue, but they've become a political issue solely because people have decided that they're political. You can really make anything political. It's really getting old, shaming people for wearing a mask. I mean, my opinion is, if that's what makes you comfortable, fine, but you shouldn't be harassing people because you don't know why they're not wearing one, and you're protected. So I don't really understand what the problem is. But Trump has started telling people to mask up. And at first I was like, he always, he always has a plan. At first it it might seem like he's bowing down to the mob or whatever. And I don't say that in an ugly way. It's just a figure of speech. But I believe he's doing this so that he can dis, I don't know what the word is because I literally just lost my train of thought. He can discount the validity of the safety of wearing a mask by telling people to wear a mask because anything he does, the mainstream media harps on and they don't like. And so if they see him going along with the plan that he's telling everyone else to do, they're eventually going to navigate away from the mask propaganda. Another hypothesis that I've heard is that he's encouraging people to wear masks so that we can vote in person and to discourage the mail-in voting idea that's been springing up around different states because, like a lot of people have said, if we can go to the grocery store wearing a mask and things of that sort, then we should be able to go vote. But if they say that wearing a mask is not enough, or if they say that wearing a mask doesn't help in terms of being able to vote, then we have another issue on our hands and we can see that they've been lying to us, which... We already know that they've been lying to us because if last night didn't tell you guys anything, um, Fauci was seen throwing the first pitch at a baseball game and he was spotted not wearing his mask and he was not social distancing. And one of the people that he was with was also not wearing their mask. And they're just sitting back and laughing in our faces. And so now we have proof that that's what they're doing. As if we didn't already have proof before, but to see Fauci, the person who keeps telling us that we need to wear masks or we're selfish and trying to scare us into thinking we're going to die if we don't wear a mask, not wearing one is kind of infuriating because it does show that literally all of this was for nothing. And again, I don't mean to make light of people who have been sick and people who are dying, but the numbers just aren't adding up. And I could preach that and scream that until I'm blue in the face and the cows come home. So I will try not to talk about masks and COVID in my next podcast, but it's not a promise or a guarantee. Another observation I've made is that Twitter decided to shut down a ton of QAnon accounts. Now, if you're not worried about something being true, then why would you take the effort and take the time to delete a ton of accounts. Since when have they been concerned with us learning false information? Because they have a ton of fake news accounts like CNN, 
on Twitter giving us false information all the time. And now they're suddenly worried about us getting false information? That really doesn't make sense. Also, that's censoring freedom of speech. Because even if something is false, people can still type it. Like, it's really, like, there are rules and there's defamation, there's slander and libel and all of those things in media law, but it's not hurting if it's just a conspiracy theory. There's a ton of conspiracy theories floating around on the internet. If anyone's familiar with Shane Dawson, he used to do, I don't follow him anymore, but he used to do a ton of conspiracy videos and, and conspiracy theories cannot be confirmed. Now, I don't like to say conspiracy theory because of MK Ultra and out of respect for the victims of that experiment. But just because that's a technical term that a lot of people know, that's what I'm going to be saying right now. But obviously a conspiracy theory can't be confirmed. And conspiracy theories are just fun to kind of get into. You can always go down the rabbit trail and just get lost in conspiracy theories. And so there's really no harm in them. So I just don't know why Twitter would take it to the like would take it upon themselves to delete all of these accounts if there's nothing really to worry about. It's kind of like Wayfair. When people were seeing that these children were being sold on Wayfair, Wayfair went and took it off their website immediately. Now, if it's not true, why are you taking it down? If it's just a coincidence, why are you taking it down? So something is fishy, and it just validated QAnon for a ton of Q followers. I tend, to, I actually am a person who follows Q. I was introduced to it by a neighbor. Shout out, Diane. And before I forget, I owe someone a shout out. Her name is KK. She let me use her house to f- record my podcast twice now. And in exchange, I watered her plants. And she was bummed that she didn't get a shout out in the last one. But when I start recording, I literally just hone in on what it is that I have to say. But KK, thank you. You're a rock star. Love you. Here's your shout out. And I remembered. So I'm proud of myself. Now back to what I was saying. I follow Q. And I just recently got introduced to it by my neighbor. And at first I was like, this stuff is crazy. But then one day I really took the time to watch a couple of documentaries. They're called Fall of Cabal and Out of the Shadows. And those two rocked my world. And I don't live and breathe by Q. Like it's not like, and I don't believe in horoscopes and astrology and all that. But it's not like checking a horoscope and like depending on that for your daily reading. But there hasn't been anything out of the norm like there hasn't been anything off or disconnected with the posts on cue and if it's just a little conspiracy theory thing then it's just something fun to follow if it's not then we've been learning about what's been going on in the world and what's been going on in america and they're telling the people the truth because the government won't tell us and we have the right to know what's been what's been going on and not have it be covered up by a virus to divert our attention. Now some life updates. What's going on in my town? So this weekend Black Lives Matter will be having their third protest and it is on chamber grounds and Apex the town is not happy. People who are not happy with Black Lives Matter they blew up the phone of the mayor. Like his phone apparently has not stopped ringing for two days because at this point It's a freedom of speech issue because we were denied an event to support our police officers and we were denied our free speech, but Black Lives Matter has been able to exercise their First Amendment rights and they're a domestic terrorist group. So I'm really not fond of that. And because of that, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of backlash. 
people are not happy. They're really not happy. And when you have a bunch of unhappy people, it's not, it's going to be painful for you. Like it's, people are ringing, his phone is ringing off the hook. The council members are probably running around trying to figure out how to put out these fires right now, but there's nothing they can do except change their attitude. And also the mayor threatened to sue me and he doesn't know the law of the state that he lives in, which is quite troubling. So I I did a Facebook live earlier this week, but I was recording the mayor and in the state that I live in, it's not a secret because I'm on social media and everything, but I live in North Carolina and there's a one party consent rule. So I was filming a conversation I was having with a friend and with him. And he told me that I had to turn turn off the recording right away and that he was going to sue me. And if I ever got out, then he was going to sue me and he made me delete the video. Well, I'm not stupid, so I didn't delete it completely from my phone. I deleted it and it went into my deleted files. And obviously, I'm not going to wait for legal to get there. So I we continued our conversation after he threatened me. And then I told him that I was going to sue him because he was infringing on our First Amendment rights. So if you want to play the game, consider it played. And then after I left, my friend and I looked up the law. We called an attorney. I called an I called a law office, and then today she called an attorney, and we wanted to know what the law was, just for future reference. And it turns out there's a one-party consent rule. He cannot threaten you, because public figures are recorded all of the time, and that's how they get exposed. So he just used his power as an overreach to threaten me, and that's gonna come out. It's, it's come out. I've already told my friends on my social media, and now I'm telling you guys. And if you live in North Carolina know that rule and don't be intimidated by threats of public officials. There's also some incriminating evidence, not literally incriminating, but I say that loosely, but he kind of tied his own hands here because we have in writing him saying two completely, in writing and on recording him saying two different things about how we organize a protest and his involvement in organizing protests. So he was trying to misinform us and so yeah it was really easy to get this guy to tie his own hands and mess up I really didn't have to do much all I had to do was sit there with my phone hit record and just let it happen itself so now that the town is not happy and we have evidence it's just going to keep moving and I really don't like this but I believe that he's doing something wrong like I don't get I don't get complete joy and happiness from this obviously but if he's doing something wrong then he needs to be held accountable for it and the people of apex deserve better he's a horrible mayor he's not a good person and every day he shows his true colors every interaction i've had with him he shows his true colors whether it be online or in person so you get what you get like you get what you deserve meanwhile when we were leaving his office he was singing behind us threateningly God is so good. And how can that be threatening? Well, I mean, we're supposed to be saying six feet apart right now. And he was probably like two feet behind us. And he was singing God is so good, saying he's a man of God and all of this stuff. And it was just really eerie and weird. He's definitely not a man of God. The way his, he conducts himself is not the way a man of God would conduct themselves. So he really has just shot himself in the foot in multiple ways. And all of this is going to come to light and he will have his day and the people of Apex just deserve better. So that's why I'm being so loud about it because I love this town and the people just deserve better. 
So we will be having our rally on private property. Well, it's not my rally. Um, I will be attending this rally on private property to show our support for the police officers because that's what they deserve. And then when Black Lives Better comes, we will be counter-protesting. So that's going to be interesting. And my whole thing is I'm going to be talking about what about the children. I won't be talking, but I have a sign that says what about the children because Sequoia Turner was riding in her car with her parents when she was shot and killed by Black Lives Matter protesters because her mom crossed this man-made barrier like they set up the barrier, Black Lives Matter did, and she crossed it to turn around and they shot into her car and killed her eight-year-old daughter. Now this is BLM that's killing people and this girl was black and I thought this was about black lives. So it's okay when a white, it's not okay when a white person, a white cop kills a black person, but it's okay when a, when a black domestic terrorist group, well they're not only black, but when a group coming under the name of black lives that is a domestic terrorist group kills a child. Like children are the future and they are victims of this group just like the rest of us are, but children are the biggest victims because they're, they're easily impressed and they're easily influenced. They're my, my frontal lobe of my brain, because I'm under 25, is not fully developed yet. And just imagine a 14 year old and they're, they're kids. Be a kid. You should not be going to Black Lives Matter protests. Go to something that actually contributes to society. This is about ruining her country our society what things as we know now it's not going to get better and black lives matter takes over when the police are defunded and we have social workers who don't have guns roaming the streets trying to stop crime it's simply just not going to work so until they decide to take their protests elsewhere we will be there counter protesting and another speech that i heard oh i'm sorry i haven't even talked about the two political speeches yet, but I went to a, a Dan Forrest event and he was telling us just about how crucial this election is because we have to dethrone Governor Cooper. We call him King Cooper, but we have to dethrone him because he's really overreached his his limits and his capacity as governor. And Dan Forrest filed a lawsuit against him for how he closed down the state because it was unconstitutional. And just Dan Forrest has the best interest of the people in mind. Cooper and his little sidekick, Mandy Cohen, who lost her medical license and does not have a medical license in this state, continue to lie to us, inflate the numbers, instill fear in us, keep kids out of school and learning on computers, and telling us that we're selfish if we don't wear masks, therefore ramping up the virtue signaling by the public. And it's just getting to be too much. Whereas Dan Forrest, Republican, small government, laissez-faire. He has the best interests of the people. But the real speech that I wanted to talk about was Mark Robinson's speech. He's running for lieutenant governor, and he's an amazing, amazing person. Such a polished, professional, well-spoken person, passionate, loves the Lord. He is a father, a grandfather, and he's a true conservative because we have a lot of rhinos out there and we just need to get rid of these rhinos because they're just as bad as the Democrats are. But basically what um, Mark Robinson was saying is that time's up and that it's enough is enough. And that abortion, abortion is murder and abortion is the biggest threat to the black community, not police brutality. That fathers need to be in families again. No more of this like 
having children out of wedlock and then leaving the woman to take care of the child that parents need to start parenting again and not treating their child like a precious snowflake and just letting them do whatever they want so that you can be their very best friend. No more of this indoctrinating kids in public schools. Teach them real history and teach them about the America that we all know and love. Don't teach them to hate their country. Don't build child soldiers for Marxism and communism because... They have no idea what that entails. They don't know what it's like to live in a communist country. They don't know what it's like to live in China, where they actually have real communism. And once we get it, it's going to be very hard to to get our constitutional republic back. And so it should be the job of the adults and just the older generations to be pouring life into into these kids and not, not telling them to sell their souls out for a Marxist cause. It's fine if you are, if you don't like racism. Very few people like racism. Very few people are racist. We understand that. But to put your name under a Marxist group is dangerous. And as I've said before, they're going to claim you no matter what. It doesn't matter if you're not interested in the Marxist um, propaganda that this group is promoting. They just want people to use their name, to use their hashtag, to use their slogans their curriculum and their propaganda our districts our school system they're implementing marxist curriculum and black lives matter curriculum for this next school year i if i was a mom i would be livid i would never send my kid to school to learn this stuff it's absolutely destructive and then you send your at your kids at school for six hours a day and then you send them home and life is busy i understand and parents have like maybe six hours max with their kids and I'd say a majority of those well six hours max waking hours with their kids to talk to them and stuff kids spend a majority of their day at school that's where they're learning all of this stuff and you're influenced by your peers that's why homeschooling is so important it's the job of parents and the church to educate the kids not the public school system defund the public school system if you want to defund something defund that because it's causing corruption in the highest degree. The reason why we have people going from from like the streets into prison, dropping out of school, is because of the public school system. They don't teach you to be self-sufficient. They don't teach you American values. They don't teach you to think for yourself. They got rid of God. They took God out of schools. They want to take the Pledge of Allegiance out of schools. So what what else is there? They want to get rid of everything that trains your mind and fuels your mind. And then they want to pour in everything that that drains your mind. And leaves you to be just used as a product of their propaganda. Whatever propaganda is, is hot and popular at that time is what they're feeding your kids in school. So no, I'm so thankful right now. I want to be a mom, but I'm so thankful that I'm not a mom right now. Because I, I don't even know where to begin with homeschooling my kids, but... He sure as heck would not be going to public school. I'm a product of public school, and I'm blessed because I was on the cusp of all this crazy stuff. And in college, like once you're 18, you can kind of think for yourself and make your own decisions. But an 8-year-old should not be taught BLM curriculum and apologizing for their whiteness. It's just not okay. And it is the job of the churches, who have been silent, by the way, which I'm so disappointed in. Not every single church, but a lot of them. They've been they've been way too silent, or they've bowed to the bowed to the mob. And it's very sad that that's biblical. They said that they that it says that people will 
lean on their own doctrine and want to learn their own way and go their own way. So that's that's biblical and churches will be false and people will be false and people will look up to them, look up to these false teachers and think that what they're saying is true, but it's not. And that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing pastors who said that they love the Lord, that they believe in the one true gospel of Jesus Christ, preaching the social justice gospel. No. As I said before, it is not the gospel plus, and there's nothing in front of the gospel. It is just the gospel. Jesus is just Jesus. There is no social justice. It's just justice. Justice. Period. Gospel. Period. None of this other stuff. That's why we're so confused right now, because we're trying to get our identity from so many different things when Jesus gives, our, gives us our identity. There is no Jew, nor Greek, nor slave, nor, nor male, nor female. We're all free from the bondage. That's what Jesus died for. None of this other stuff matters at the end of the day. The Bible has all the answers that we need to know. But people don't want to listen to that. But those of us who do, we need to keep instilling these values into into the youth. Even even though I'm not a mom, if I if I um know someone who has kids, I try to pour into them and I try to tell them that Jesus loves them and let them know the gospel and make sure that their head is on straight, you know? I know that's their parents' job, but it, it it takes a village to raise a child. And look at our village right now. We don't have a village. We have, like, invading invading tribes coming in and, and destroying our village. And we're just letting it happen. But like Mark Robinson said, time's up. We have to do something. Or else we're going to lose this country. Now, while God is sovereign, and at the end of the day, this is all in his hands... He doesn't call us to just sit back and wait and see what happens. We were made to work. We were made to work and we were made to rest. And so we have to do our work before we can rest. We can't rest and then try to undo what's been done. We have to work first. And we have to align our plans with the plans that he has for us. And we have to do things his way. Because all of this, Black Lives Matter, all of this stuff, is people trying to do it their way. And look at all the destruction that it's causing. So, wow, I've never seen almost 30 minutes go by so fast, but when I start talking, I really just can't stop, but that was this episode. Honestly, I haven't thought of a name for it yet. I usually say that was this episode of da 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 but I haven't thought of a name for it yet because there's just so much going on right now, but thank you for listening, and if you would like to follow me, my Twitter is Sienna Catherine, and my Instagram is Sienna Catherine S. As usual, you can send me a Facebook request. I will vet you and see if um, I can accept your request, if you have questions, feel free to message me on any of those platforms or text me if you have my number in real life and I'll be happy to discuss an issue um, on this podcast. So far, I haven't gotten any issues and I feel like a broken record, but everything is just tying together so much right now. And I just feel like if I keep repeating this message, maybe some more people's lives and minds will be changed and they'll join the cause because it doesn't hurt. To tell the truth and it doesn't hurt to be loud for what matters but thank you so much for listening and i will see you in my next episode